The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this weekly podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. Hi, this is Mike Rogers with another great Welsh Wire conversation. Now, here's Sherry Welsh. Today, we're here with Mike Ritzema, the president and principal of I3 Business Solutions in Grand Rapids. Mike, welcome to the Welsh Wire. Sherry, thank you. Glad to be here. We are thrilled to have you with us. Listen, congratulations. You have just been awarded, your company, a very prestigious honor one of Michigan's 2019-50 companies to watch. Congratulations. Thank you, Sherry. It is an honor. There, uh, you know, There's a lot of awards out there uh, that you can apply for and seek, but this is significant to be one of the 50 companies to watch in the state of Michigan. Absolutely. Thank you. It sure is. I knew you had a great business when we first met last fall and we got to chat a little bit. I got to know you, but now being awarded the 50 companies to watch made me think we got to get to know you a little bit. Well, there's something going on in your business that folks need to know more about. Our listeners would be really curious, Mike, to have you share three interesting facts about the startup and growth of your business. Tell us some fun facts. Sure. I love that. Anything in threes, you know, I love anything in threes. So that's right. uh, You know, uh, I3 Business Solutions and I got into technology. Actually, I got into technology in the 90s working for IBM as a business partner and as an employee in the early 90s. Those were the technology heydays, the 90s. And yes, and uh, but I thought I missed the technology boat. I had a PC (laughs) junior with about uh, who knows how much RAM and just like one megabyte of uh, disk. I thought I missed oh the gosh. boat. It's over. It's all oh over. My DOS gosh. had just gone to Windows and, uh, you know, oh, I missed the boat. But I, I was wrong <laughs> about that. So, and I, you know, my partner and I both worked for IBM in the 90s and business partners. We came out of application software. We helped companies decide what software to buy. And can you believe it ran on very expensive IBM hardware? And that's the way IBM sold hardware in those days. And so we came out of enterprise technology. We're not that we didn't come out of the, you know, garage, couple of people fixing PCs. So that's, that's unique about kind of the way I came into technology. And it's also the way that I3 looks at technology. Let's talk about the software, the applications that run your business. Let's talk about the stuff that gets, uh, gets, gets stuff done in your business. Right. So that's that's the 90s, the heydays. And then in 2001, after a good run as a as a sales rep in the 90s, got a little cocky maybe, and uh, got some investors together and bought a mainframe company called 21st Century Computer Specialists. Okay. Yeah. Was that in the Grand Rapids area also? Or where Absolutely. were you? Absolutely. It yes. was. Okay. Right in Grand Rapids, actually located one door down from the IBM office in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And 
I don't know if you remember, but in early 2001, that was the dot-com bust. Oh, that yes. Was, that was Enron. That was, uh, that was a number. Actually, WorldCom went bankrupt, and all these dot-com companies just blew up. That was the recession, the 2000, the tech recession. And I'll tell you what, I'm a salesperson, and it's like, just go out and sell wrong. I had to reverse sell. I had to manage this business just to get over the line of that recession. Very Ooh. tough, tough year. Yeah, dark, yeah, dark years indeed. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, so the, how did you come out of that? The sun never came out that su- summer. And actually, I'll mm-hmm. tell you what happened is, if you remember, September 11, 2001, I'm driving down 44th Street in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We all remember where we were when the Twin Towers were hit. And that's mm-hmm. when I thought, it's over. Shut the company down. This economy is done. The business is done. I'm done. Uh, but the next month, we got a couple orders from both Hayworth and Consumers Energy, and that started turning the company around, and we put it back on the right track. Oh, good for you. Good for you. So somewhere along the line, things shifted again, though, because you're different today than you were. Indeed. We, we, you know, we turned that company around in 2004. We merged with another IBM business partner, Silver Lake Resources, had two partners. We merged the company in 2004, had four partners and a pretty good sized company. Uh, but, uh, and things went well for a number of years. And then, of course, the Great Recession hit in yeah. 2008. Can you believe that? And that's when we changed the business. That's, that's when we we uh, basically 18% unemployment in the state of Michigan, um, the Great Recession, we uh, were laying off application people, consultants, downsizing the business. We hit the accelerator on our network services, our managed services, and that's the business that put us in the 50 companies to watch. And, and we've turned this thing around over the last decade. Really exciting. What what an interesting path you've been on. And uh, and it's been a journey. You have learned so much along the way, but one thing's been consistent. You've been a technology leader. You know your space and you've been really, really good at it, even though you kind of retooled several times along the way. So from that technology expertise, can you share three things, Mike, that every business leader needs to know? Three good tips, because our listeners love stuff they can take away and put to use in their business today. Yeah, absolutely. Three things. You know, I say technology marches on, and certainly over the last uh, what, 17 years now, we've had to morph and change with that technology. 17 years ago, we sold hardware, made big money selling hardware. Guess what? It's cheap and we've gone to the cloud. Yeah. And I say in business, Sherry, any business owner or executive is interested in four things. It's productivity. How can I do more with less? It's profitability. I want to make sure I'm making money and not go bankrupt like GM or Chrysler. Mm-hmm. It is innovation. How can I be different than the other guys? And number four is risk management. Three types of risk. Physical. Let's make sure stuff's not going out the back door. That's right. Financial. Let's make sure we've got enough money coming in the front door. And technological. Let's make sure I don't get the crypto wall. So my my first piece of advice as technology marches on is have layers of security from a cloud layer. Oops, I clicked on the wrong FedEx link. It went to the wrong website. It's sending me bad stuff. A cloud layer. 
somebody watching the dark web or any of my passwords out there. Let's have a firewall so the bad guys don't get in. Let's protect the desktop with antivirus and patching. And then let's educate our people. And lastly, let's have a backup so that if something bad does happen, I can go back two or four hours, get all the information I lost or was encrypted. Let's make sure we've got layers of technology security and it's updated every day, every week. Somebody's keeping an eye on it. We hear a lot about cybersecurity and technology security. That is a hot, hot topic for businesses of all sizes, and that is great advice. And I think what I hear you saying is uh, you're really not going to have much if you don't have that in place first. I mean, that, that's where it all starts. You, you, can have the, you can have the greatest bells and whistles, but if you're not protected as an organization at each one of these levels, you're at serious risk and you have a problem you got to deal with now. For you, for me, for business owners, executive risk is number one. Yeah. What so, else would you share? What's another great tip? That, not that that's not good enough, but I bet you got a few more. Yeah. And number two is embrace the cloud. And, and you know, again, we came out of applications in the 90s and centralized information systems. What is an information system? Well, it is a place to uh, place information so we can get our work done. And I say embrace the cloud. And as you do that, uh, centralize your information. I rail against islands of information. And so what does that look like? Well, if you've got a small business today and you're using Dropbox and then you've got to log in for, say, Trello or Slack, or, and then you've got to log in for Rike and you're using the Adobe suite and you're using Gmail over here for, for email, I say, that's madness to have five logins and information all over the place. And no, I thought I sent you that spreadsheet. Is it on Dropbox or did I email it? What's the right version? No, let's embrace the cloud. Let's embrace systems or platforms. What's a system or a platform? Well, certainly Apple is a system, the iCloud, the iPhone, the uh, uh, email, email and so on from Apple. And certainly G... Google Suite, Business Suite, great suite with everything from Drive to Documents to email, uh, great platform, and Microsoft Office 365. So I say, let's try and centralize information so we can search in one place, very secure, and find it, rather than hunt across a half a dozen or a dozen logins. That's a really great tip. And that that happens just sort of accidentally, almost organically, doesn't it? That you know, someone you're dealing with uses this or a new technology pops up in that and, and you find yourself across working across all of those spaces almost by accident. You really didn't intend to get there, but you end up there. So it's more of a caution. Yes. Maybe even to say, watch out for that. Don't do that. Try to minimize the number of platforms that you work across. Absolutely. Great advice in that hierarchy. Great advice. Um, what one other thing? Another yeah. tip that you have? Yeah, I'd say number three is you know work with your IT person or organization to create a roadmap that connects your your business or your organization to. A technology plan. So let's make sure that, my goodness, with all the potential of uh, technology to help us be more productive and profitable and manage risk, let's make sure we're working with our technology team to create a roadmap or uh, a strategic 
technology plan for the next one to five years to accomplish what we want to do in the business. Great advice. Again, I think it, it is, can be typical, particularly of small businesses, to just sort of let that technology uh, organically grow and change. And to really think about a strategy and a plan is a bit unusual yes. for many. Do that. So that that is really, really great advice. So tell us, I'm sure along the way you have learned many things as a business owner, as a leader. Um, you know, you won Michigan 50s companies to watch for a reason. You've got you've got some great things going on in your organization, and I'd love to pick your brain a little bit more about that, Mike. But tell us first, what do you think led to your selection of Michigan 50 companies to watch? Hmm, that's interesting. And, you know, you and I met at SBAM, Small Business Administration of Michigan. And certainly that is a peer group, an organization that I re recommend. So that's where I heard about it. And we were nominated. And I think we definitely aligned with exactly what the criteria were. I mean, we had angel investors back in 2001. And uh, that invested in me, really. They said, mm. yeah, we think you can do this. That's great. When I, when I bought 21st Century, that was part of the story that definitely impacted it. Secondly, that award is targeted directly at stage one companies going to stage two. We're in the middle of it right now, and I bet some of your listeners are too. In fact, we have a number of customers in the middle of it right now. Yeah. Baby boomers, you're listening to this. You can't see me, but I am, a <laughs> yeah, I am a baby boomer. And a lot of baby boomers are working to hand their business over to the next generation to take yeah. it over. And right. so we've grown our technology company to now 30 employees to get any company, especially a technology company from 25 to 30 employees to 40, 50, or 60 is going from stage one to stage two. That's exactly what the uh, award is targeted at. It is a ton of work putting in a management layer. If you're listening to this, mm -hmm. you're dealing with it. You know, sure is. it is a ton of work to build managers and leaders is tough work. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. And so you you were recognized because of your success in that space and successfully making that move from one to two and delivering obviously great results for your clients. Exactly. Yes. I mean, uh, we're doing a lot of things right here and, and uh, I, I, I can get into more of that. But our ability to deliver the services being recognized and customers are attracted to that. And it's just a lot of things going well right now. So 20 plus years in this space as a business owner and leader, I, you've learned so many things. But if you could distill it down to just three, sticking with the three theme, what what three things are the most important things you might want to share with listeners who are business owners and leaders themselves that can help them um, maybe change their business or think differently about the way they operate today? Yeah, Sherry. And number one, absolutely is, and I tell the youth of America and a business owner for us, it's find a mentor or a peer group. And uh, mm, I'll tell you great. what, yeah, I mean, a peer group, SBAM, as a peer group, that last meeting up north 
was phenomenal. I came away with ideas and executed. So, but back in 2008, 2009, when we started to change the business, we found a technology peer group nationwide that we signed up for 250 companies across the nation. We met with uh, 12 of those companies once a quarter somewhere in the nation, very expensive, changed our business dramatically in a decade. So number one, yeah, number one is Find a peer group if you're a business owner. Find a peer group, preferably one that's aligned to your industry. Right. That that is great advice, and I couldn't agree more about the power of um, SBAM and business owners to owners connecting, networking through events. You and I met at a leadership council event, but but yeah, I could not agree more. That is so important. Great advice. What else would you share? Well, I think if you're a small business and you haven't read the book, The E-Myth Revisited, do that. Yeah, but certainly the small, I think every small business has a, a common journey. And so the way I say it is this, it's it's going from people excellence to include process excellence. We start our business with one or two people and it's just hire more good people mm-hmm. and say, go do good stuff. And then somebody makes a mistake, you send an email out. Hey, don't do that again. Then somebody makes another mistake. You send a group email out. Hey, don't do that again. The third time you have to change the way you're doing things. You change the process. I maintain the way there's a book, another book I recommend called the checklist manifesto. The journey of every business is from people excellence to process excellence. Mm -hmm. We use typically software to help do that. Checklists, somebody follow a checklist. This is how we scale our organization. So the small business journey, the E-Myth talks about working in the business and on the business when you're building processes and reorganizing the way you do things. That's working on the business. That's the journey of small business. Well, that's the journey from stage one to stage two. Absolutely. For sure. Cannot get to stage two unless you're ready to make that make really make that commitment. Yep. To move into process instead of managing individual people like that, for sure. Yep. Good. And I think you've got one more tip up your sleeve, don't you? What, what's the third thing that you would share with us that you've learned along the way, Mike? I mean, uh, number three is to um, manage risks. And we talked about that, four priorities being productivity, profitability, innovation, and risk management. You know, manage the risk of your business even as you're scaling it. I think that's how you get over the line. We took this business through two recessions, two tough times. And if you're managing the risk, even as you're growing revenue, uh, then you're going to make it over the line. Absolutely. Great advice. Really terrific. Appreciate your insight study. And I know our listeners have appreciated too. I'm wondering if someone is listening today and says, I would love to know more about what I3 Business Solutions can do for our company, or I'd love to get to know Mike and sit down and have a cup of coffee and maybe pick his brain on some ideas. I'm sure you'd love to hear from them. Sure. Absolutely. Track us down. Uh, You know, we're out there on the web, uh, you know, uh, www.i3businesssolutions.com or i3bus.com. That's the letter I, the number three, bus.com. Uh, you know, you can pick up the phone and call me at 616-719-4110. I'm out there on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, heck, I'm everywhere. But, <laughs> but certainly, you know, track me down. Let's sit down and have a conversation. Let's talk business. I love it. 
Yeah, that's terrific. Mike, we thank you so much for being our guest again on the Welsh Wire this week. Absolutely, Sherry. Thanks for the time. Mike Ritzema of I3 Business Solutions in Grand Rapids, winner of Michigan's 2019 50 Companies to Watch. And once again, a hearty congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.